Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to SFP Now. another exciting episode of SFP Now. On today's show we're joined by Simeon Aston, who's a new up-and-coming comics artist um, who's been working with um, Jeremy Biggs on a fantastic cyberpunk uh, comic book series which he started last year. Um, anyway, without further ado, I'll, I'll just bring Simeon on and he can tell us all about it. <laughs> Welcome Simeon Aston to the show. Um, he's the um, he's one of the creators of a um, of a of a brilliant comic book uh, called Metal Made Flesh. Um, Simeon, how are you doing? And welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Okay. Well, well first off, um, how, how did you meet with with writer Jeremy Biggs, and how, how did Metal Made Flesh come about? Because Jer- Jeremy, um, in in our correspondence, he says that Metal Made Flesh was actually your idea. Yeah. Um, originally, I had uh, been doing some some sort of concept art uh, way back in sort of 2005, and um, I just kind of started building like uh, just ideas and the, and the three main characters sort of. Um, fleshing them out, and I, I did my own kind of little uh, sort of uh, sort of novella, um, which is called Hunters. Um, I never actually published it uh, really. I made up made a few copies of it, about thirty copies, and uh, you know, just gave them to friends and stuff like that. Um, but it didn't really go anywhere because you know there wasn't much of a story to it. Uh, and then later, um, I think 2011, I uh, went to a convention uh, in London, I think MCM, I think it was. And um, I met Jeremy. He was doing a, a table there uh, with the zombie bears that he also does. And um, we just like he really liked the artwork, and like, I was explaining to him that you know that I had that sort of an idea, you know, but the, the the story wasn't really there. So we kind of sort of teamed up and together we kind of uh, fleshed out the characters because um, the original story we still haven't even got to that point yet. So I mean, the the, the book that we released um, a few years ago uh, is basically the origin story of the three main characters. So um, when we first uh, got together. We decided to go back first and actually flesh out these characters uh, before we actually tell the, the actual main story. Cool. Uh, yeah, so it just went from there, really. So it started off as just, just you know, just some ideas and some characters that I was kind of sort of knocking about, sort of in the in the world. But yeah, so now we kind of sort of brought it 
to a much more kind of like, you know, much meatier sort of more interesting kind of uh, story and world. Um, so so how, how's the collaboration between you and Jeremy worked? I mean, obviously you do the artwork, but with it being your creation, you've got to have so much, um, you, you probably got, you know, had so much to contribute in regards to story as well. But how, how, how does that work between, between the two of you? Um, well, I... I have kind of like, you know, um, with the characters, I have kind of like a, a sort of idea of, you know, what they can and can't do and what, what the limitations of the world are and things like that. Uh, and we basically just bounce, bounce ideas off each other. You know, I'll, um, I'll just we'll just have like a, like a Skype conversation or send emails and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, we just, it, I, you know, I've always had like this, like this um, sort of basic concept of the, of the characters and, and the world and stuff like that. And, and together we kind of just make it, you know, just, uh, just flesh it out, make it uh, more kind of like more interesting and, and uh, expand, expand upon it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what can you tell us about the world of Metal Made Flash? Because it's so like it's, um, it's cyberpunk. Um, you know, and I've got, I've got to tell you, you know, as I said, said earlier on, I was looking at the artwork that you that that, that you posted of, of the comic, and it just it looks absolutely phenomenal. It's just, you know, it's really eye 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 popping. Yeah, I mean, it's well, it's an, it's a sort of set obviously in, like, in the far flung future. Um, the humans have kind of been um, chased uh, sort of to the brink of extinction. They they lost a, a big war against the. Uh, uh, a race called the Vale and uh, got pretty much wiped out. So um, the uh, the remnants of we find the remnants of the human race on this planet known as Tyranny or Echinias, and um, it's basically like a very hostile, uh, foggy kind of uh, neon sort of lit sort of world. And um, the humans are very low on the uh, on the sort of the, the sort of social ladder and stuff like that. So it's basically just the fact that it's like survival is everything. So I mean. These three characters, uh, Isabel, Payon, and um, and the Prince uh, Tannen, we we basically sort of follow their story of how they kind of they rise up to and, uh, change to become these, these these new characters that we find them. Uh, and uh, it's, it's basically the world is kind of like very harsh, so you have to be brutal or you have to you know various things to, to survive in it. It's kind of very much sort of the jungle kind of thing, mm-hmm. but in the cyber world. So, so is it kind of like your 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 heroes are actually hacking in with with um, inferior technology to the to the more to the to the more oppressive regime? Um, I wouldn't say they're heroes. They're probably more anti-heroes. Um, I mean, initially, like because we're still kind of in sort of phase one in, in, in the first point with their origin stories. It's kind of like um, I would they. they yeah, basically, um, I suppose you kind of the characters they start off all as kind of um, either sort of doing things out of desperation or they are kind of corrupted already and they kind of uh, get, go deeper into the dark side. If you would. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what 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 kind of? Um, I mean, this is obviously it's all very science fiction um, kind of post-apocalyptic. Uh, what 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 things would you say have been the most inspirational to to, to informing informing your story? Story. Um, probably movies um, and like production design. I mean, when I was um, when I was younger, I was, at, I was at college, um, and most of my inspiration for artwork came from artists kind of like Peter uh, and Sid Mead and uh, Dali and things like that. I was very much interested in the sort of more surreal and and sort of science fiction sort of worlds and things like that, and just how how you can make things uh, everyday objects and, and things like that, make put a little twist on them to make them seem uh, very alien or like futuristic and stuff like that. 
Um, films like uh, Blade Runner, um, Alien, and uh, like anime, things like Ghost in the Shell and Akira and things like that, were, you know, uh, heavily inspired. Uh, part, like Mobius, uh, Mobius, sorry, and uh, artists like that, things like that. It all kind of like it's it's very easy to spot in the, in the work, and um, it, it's kind of like that's that's where a lot of my inspiration has come from. Mm-hmm. That's, and that general feel of that sort of work is, is kind of like very much is what I like to see the melt my flesh as sort of that that kind of same sort of mood and tone of those kind of movies and, and that sort of artwork and, and those artists and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once you once you get to um, being able to expand these uh, these characters in 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 the future issues of the of, of the book, is there any plans beyond that? Say, you know, you know, potential because from from what I from what I've seen, certainly there's potential for something like uh, taking it into other forms of media, such as uh, video games or animated. You know, cartoon and stuff like that. Would is that would that be something that you you both like to sort of like see probably happen? Yeah, I mean, we're always uh, kind of looking uh, things with a few things in, uh, like um, that we've been talking about doing and, and talk to, to various people uh, about uh, maybe doing like an animation, um, maybe even like uh, doing like a, a like a short uh, sort of fifteen minute sort of uh, trailer of sorts, either animated or maybe even live action. Uh, yeah, to take it into, into different forms of media and maybe uh, video games as well. I mean, I think it, it's, it'd be kind of a good uh, sort of free-roaming type sort of game um, with the characters and, and like the, the nature of the characters in the world and stuff like that. It would be quite quite good uh, vehicle for, for a computer game. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we're always up for, for that sort of thing, for expanding it. Um, but uh, yeah, as long as, as long as we like to keep it sort of true to, you know, the, to the original concept and stuff like that. We, you know, not really inclined to just sweeten it up or make it, uh, you know, more kind of kid friendly or things like that. Mm. But yeah. So, what, what are your hopes for the sequel? Because um, you know, and I, I do know that you, you, you know, you've both been been, been looking at um, a sequel, um, which is um, it's, it's, it's going to be called Blood and Oil if you, if you can get it off the ground. Um, what, what, where, where do you hope the characters will go, go in that sequel? And um, you know, well, the uh, the, the blood and oil um, is is kind of like just uh, expanding the universe uh, and kind of because we're kind of we've already in the first book we kind of established the characters, three main uh, characters, and um, blood and oil uh, is is going to kind of like sort of expand the world a little bit more and just tell a few short stories, uh, introducing a few other characters, and then. Um, after that, uh, looking to maybe start the original story that I, you know, that I, I explained before, I had the original concept and story in mind. Um, so hopefully we should, should uh, start to get into the beginnings of that. Um, and that's where it kind of like uh, would come in, where we kind of like would ex- just continue to expand the world and, and, and introduce new factions and, and, and uh, new races and things. And then there would be, you know, the, the main sort of story plot that all these different uh, factions and, and, and uh, characters would all be kind of like, like sort of interlinked in, this, in a much sort of, much uh, bigger sort of grander story. So this is kind of like the, you know, just the, the, the origin sort of thing, just setting the scene. So we're still in that phase at the moment, really. In, in some of the literature that I've read, it's, you know, the, um, the, the it's kind of compared to Game of Thrones. Um, you know, how 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 would you say say it's similar to something like Game of Thrones? I mean, obviously, if this is set in the future. That's not like the is that that's not like the only thing that probably differentiates it, right? Uh, well, like I said, um, 
I mean, it's just basically what we're looking to do is to is to, to expand it and make it so it's our own kind of like uh, sort of where there'll be different factions and and, and uh, different characters and, and races and stuff. And we were basically uh, going to expand the story and uh, you know make all these all these different characters and elements sort of come into play and into a sort of, uh, sort of interwoven sort of plots and things like that. So I mean that's that's kind of where we kind of sort of draw comparison with like Game of Thrones because we're, we're heading to a, a sort of bigger, grander story, very similar to the way that Game of Thrones has expanded. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you both fans of Game of Thrones? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been watching it since the start. Big fan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, just just uh, as a side note out of interest, uh, what what are your feelings about Game of Thrones? Kind of now that I, you know, the, the TV series is kind of like they, they don't have. Um, any more of the uh, of the novels to actually produce. So, are you excited about what they're going to do with that? Or? Yeah, I think they need to. I think if, if they run out of novel, um, then I think it's time to kind of looking at the, maybe doing the last season or, not, or two seasons. I don't think it should go on too long. Uh, and they, um, you know, it's, it's always been building towards a, a you know big war. Um, so yeah, I think I think it, it's 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 a great show. I really like it. Um, um, but yeah, I just hope they don't uh, try and sort of extend it for too long. I think it needs to come to a head at some point um, in the next like season or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that it, you know it don't go 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 beyond the uh, two seasons now myself because um, I think if 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 it does, it's just gonna, it's just going to completely spoil the uh, the whole whole thing. And it, you know, it'll fall into danger. You know, become go into dangerous territory of becoming a parody of itself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, that that song, like one thing that you know, a meeting grabbed my eye in the um, in 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 your in in in, in the write up that you guys have guys have got on the um, on 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 the on the comic is that you know. This some comparison to Game of Thrones uh, because I you know I, I like that whole world. You know how you got all these different factions, and you know, so like, uh, and some factions are, are maybe having to um, form very uncomfortable alliances in order to sort of get one over, and the other factions and this, this, and that. You know, it just makes for an interesting yeah. read, um, as well as interesting visuals as well. So. Yeah, I also, yeah, I mean, I think like you know, when there's that conflict, or, or there's you know, there's. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's always for a reason. It's not just the, the good guys versus the bad guys, and there aren't really any good guys or bad guys in Game of Thrones. It, it all depends on sort of their point of view of the characters. You know, they they all are trying to do their own their own thing. You know, and uh, they've got their own motives and, and incentives and things like that. Um, so yeah, it's very it's a very like rich tapestry of characters, and, and uh, you know, they're, they're all kind of after different things for different reasons, but it's all kind of leading towards the same sort of goal. So it's it's kind of interesting. It's a really well-written show. Yeah, I mean, Joffrey wasn't exactly um, a redeeming character. <laughs> um, but even Daenerys in, in Game of Thrones, she started off quite innocent, and as she's moved along, she's had to do some things, you know, yeah. do, do some terrible things in order to song like, you know, re- retain, the ba- retain her balance of power and whatnot. 
Yeah, she seems to be one of those characters where you can see that, that um, it'd be quite interesting to see whether she retains that sort of innocence and, and sort of her kind-hearted sort of nature, or, or maybe because she's, like you said, she's making some, having to make some really tough choices. So, you know, mm. you wonder if she, maybe she, uh, you know, walk down the line she might snap and, and turn into a much more kind of like sort of, uh, sort of evil character. Um, kind of, you know, maybe she, you know, she might break or, you know, have a heartbreaken or something, and then that will just turn her into, and she'll be a much more sort of fearful character as opposed to the sort of like, the sort of deity that they kind of uh, sort of followers are kind of looking at. As, yeah, so it's a great show. There's lots of lots of uh, great stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, um, you know, I should imagine, to, you know, from your point of view as well, you know, I can see, I can see why you'd be inspired by it because it's so, you know, there's so so much going on. Um, have you done any other? What 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 work did you do before you um you 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 went into comics? Cause I, I've just read something. Uh, you were a tattoo artist. Uh, uh, it was only a very short spell, uh, just for like six months. Um, I just trained in Brighton, and 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 um, yeah, I did it. I did about I think about half a dozen like tattoos on people, just very small things like uh, bits of uh, tribal work and uh, hammer and sickle and um, like just roses and things like that. Um, I think I did a. Um, there was a punk bands, uh, I forget the name, they've got like a skull, a uh, sort of cartoony skull, um, I think Misfits, I think it was, I did uh, one of those. Um, but yeah, it wasn't really something that uh, I eventually decided that it, it just wasn't really something I really wanted to pursue uh, full time. Um, with tattooing, you've got to you know, jump in with both feet, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, and I just wasn't really committed enough. Um, plus, I had a bit of a falling out with uh, the guy that was uh, sort of teaching me. He had a few, he had a few problems. Um, I don't think he was uh, on very good terms with the the other tattooists in in the area and stuff like that. So yeah, it's kind of a little bit stressful working there at times. So mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of came to a head. Yeah, so what sort of, I'm kind of interested in a little bit here because so like, I've, I've had a couple of tattoos done in, in recent years and I'm just wondering, do, do, you, do you actually need to be really good at art to do tattoos? Because, uh, you know, I've noticed that when they did My, My Wolf, they kind of did, um, it was kind of like a stencil and it was just going over the lines. <laughs> well, yeah, there's, there's obviously, um, you, you need, need to have um, quite a bit of drawing talent to do it. Um, it's mostly about, you know, this uh, steady hand, uh, you need to know, you know, you need to really have good control over the machine because um, you've got to get the depth of the, where, how deep the needle goes in and things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, I mean, because obviously, like, you know, a lot of tattooists uh, pretty much always use um, stencils and things like that, so they are basically just tracing. But you, yeah, you need to know what you're doing um, and other things as well. So yeah, you, you can't. I don't think you, you could go into it with zero like uh, drawing talent and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it depends. It's it's a difficult one to explain, really. Um, um, I'm not sure how how you would answer that, but yeah, you do need definitely definitely needs you know some sort of idea of what you're doing. On, I mean, like, I, you know, I've, I've got a little I've got a little drawing talent. I've got a GCSE grade D in that, but you know, <laughs> I don't I don't think that'd be good enough to do tattoos somehow. <laughs> start a little bit uh, uh, ahead than others, you know, I think it's, you know, that's how it works. 
So, so in terms of the comics, is um, as 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 has this been your first comic book experience um, as as an artist? Or? Um, I've been I've been doing um, bits and bobs, uh, loads of different things. I I, I do um, a local uh, Brighton magazine, B and One magazine. I, I do the covers for those guys. I've been doing that for a couple of years. Um, um, also, I, I I did a few comic strips for uh, Future Quake. On it um, a few years ago, uh, about ten, I'd say about ten years ago. That's just quite a long, long time. I think that was one of the first uh, sort of um, things I had published. Um, yeah, and aside from the tattooing, I've just been uh, you know doing uh, a few sort of freelance bits of that like, sort of commissions mm-hmm. and portraits and um, bits of uh, sort of uh, cover art and, and paintings and things like that for various people, various projects. Um, I've done a few things for um, um, DVD, uh, DVD uh, cover. Uh, Designed for, I think, Ashen's Quest, uh, which was kind of like a sort of um, online uh, sort of YouTube um, parody uh, film that they did. Uh, I did the the tag for those guys. Um, but yeah, I think Melt May Place has been the, the, the main project that I'm kind of sort of uh, known for. Um, and it's the one that's probably definitely the one I've put the most work to. I've been, you know, like I said, the origins of it go back to like uh, 2005. Um, so yeah, it's been like it's been my main project. Mm-hmm. And do you have any um, aspirations to actually do do, do any uh, comic book work for say some of the big companies? Is it you know you know you got Marvel, you got DC, and uh, I'd even say you got Dynamite because Dynamite do some pretty cool stuff with the old pulps. Um, but I'm just wondering, um, as an artist, is there is there is there a character, an established comic book character that you'd love to do 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 a comic book story for? Or, or, or are you just happy doing your own stuff? Um, I, I'm not sure really. I'm gonna have to think about that one. Um, you know, I, I like, um, I'd like to, you know, like to continue with my flesh and maybe um, do more, talk, do more sort of comic book works with, with that. Um, I don't know. Given a, given a choice, I can't think of anyone. And if you don't do something with a Star Wars character, maybe like a, a Bob Fett story or something like that, that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, I think mainly I kind of I enjoy doing my own my own kind of work or my own representation of, of something else. You know, uh, maybe do like a sort of cyberpunk, more cyberpunk version of like um, a, a, a character or something like that put, put my own sort of twist on it that would be kind of interesting to do what, what advice would you have for those that you know you know whether they're artist or writer uh, wanting to get into comics um, I think the best thing to do uh, really is uh, just build a, a you know a nice portfolio of work um, and just include your best stuff. Obviously, going to conventions is you know that's where I kind of I've got most of my best contacts and things like that. Um, yes, yeah, uh, go go to conventions, have have your work on like a, on your phone or in like a you know like a, in a portfolio. Um, and um, yeah, just uh, you know have show that if you want to do comics, then you, you need to show that you can do comics in the sense that um, you can do socials um, and um, you know, basically to sort of to make it sort of bold and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, you, you, um, some of the best advice I've been given was, was um, just you have to make your work stand out. So, so, so for example, if someone was looking at a spreadsheet with, uh, like, you know, uh, 50 different uh, sort of pictures, you want their, their eye to go to you, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and and finally, um, where 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 can people get hold of the uh, of, of the uh, of the first comic? Uh, you know, Metal Maid Flash. 
Um, we're all, all about my fresh goodies are available now uh, at metalmadefresh.com um, we've got a shop, uh, new website at the shop there and you can get prints t-shirts um, uh, all the books that, uh, that we, you know, are still available um, a few are sold out we still have a few of the um, original copies and, and the, the, the infection comic that we did uh, as well as the, the, the main book oh. um, so yeah metalmadefresh.com so all your metal fresh needs Cool. Well, you know, it's been great speaking to you, Simeon, and, uh, you know, the best of luck with it, you know. Um, and so, like, it, it, just, it just looks totally awesome to me. Thank you. enjoyed the show um, next week we've got another great guest lined up for you um, the director of, a, of um, a feature film that's been doing the rounds at the um, various film festivals and it's due out on DVD and uh, Blu-ray pretty soon it's called Blood Punch so we've got that for you next week um, and as always uh, don't forget to check out the latest episodes of Genretainment and SFP now right here at SciFiPulseRadio.com uh, we're also available on Blog Talk Radio on, under the uh, League of Geeks network. Um, but with that, with that um, I bid you all farewell until next time.